0: Alright guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Tuesday Tips with Bride of Realty. I'm here again with Jason Kruger. We are trying to get all your finances straight for the new year. And so today we're going to be talking about, I can't get approved, now what? We want to help you guys better your credit, better your stuff, and get y'all situated if you are planning on buying a house in 2021. So Jason, all right, <laughs> you have a client come to you. They got some bad news. They can't get approved. Talk to us about what they can do.
1: Okay. So what we need to do is establish a plan and everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, sometimes they're calling me because they had a recent bankruptcy and I have to advise them on, you know, their waiting periods on when they can expect to potentially uh, purchase a home. Mm-hmm. Other times, it's a matter of they're utilizing way too much on their credit cards. Okay, so 35%, from what I'm told, 35% of the algorithm for credit bureaus is based upon your credit utilization on your revolving trade lines, credit cards. Uh Okay. So, sometimes it's a matter of, I've had people call me that they don't qualify based off, you know, minimum credit score criteria. I have a credit simulator that I can pop in uh, different scenarios on them paying down some debt that they have and what kind of time frame we can look at as far as getting you pre-approved. And I can project this thing out over a two year, up to a two year period, assuming all payments are made on time. So we need to figure out, you know, if it's credit based, how to get your scores up. OK, okay. if it's income based based. That's another conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a matter of they don't qualify for uh, because they have too much in debt or they have too many vehicles in their name or high vehicle payments in and their name. And that's
0: called your debt to income ratio.
1: Yep, yep. So to qualify for a loan, you have to hit all three boxes, mm-hmm. your income, assets, and credit. So we have to determine which... One of those three that you're not qualifying for a house in and then help you with that as far as, you know, improving scores or maybe it's, you know, has to do with the type of job you're in where you're commission based or self employed and there's waiting periods or you know stuff like that. Yeah. So we have to determine why you're not qualifying and give you a game plan to make you qualify. But I will tell you more times than not the biggest thing is going to be credit card utilization, mm-hmm. slow pays, those are things. And you got to get away from those slow pays yeah, because um if you slow have slow pays as in like 30 days if you go thirty days or more on a uh, any kind of trade line you have, your credit is going to dro- drop dramatically. Okay, uh, I always like to give the example of it's kind of like that credit is very similar to dieting. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to be on your best behavior for a long time. You start seeing results. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but if you go off track, okay, for, in my case, a weekend, and right. it could take me a month to lose five pounds and I could have a really bad weekend and all of a sudden I gained 10 pounds back. Credit is the same way. As soon as you have a late payment, you get waxed as far as your credit score. Somebody recently had a slow pay on her car. Mm-hmm. 30 days late, credit score dropped 60 points. Huge. Okay. Yeah. So through my projections, it literally is going to take her at least a year before she's going to be. Able to purchase again, oh, so wow. yeah, uh, very important. Pay those loans on time. Uh, never go more than thirty. You know, don't be thirty days late on anything because your credit score is going to suffer dramatically.
0: So, if you do have a lot of credit card debt and stuff, do you think that's something that somebody should pay off all at once if they're able to, or is it better to chip away at it?
1: I mean, if you have it, it, it sometimes is you know, it's a combination of. Because you know you might have to put money down on a house, mm-hmm. and in a situation, I have people call me and they've got a baby on the way, and they've got to get in the house as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Dave Ramsey guy. I don't like credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, so from a just a, a life standpoint, I I would say it's always best to try to knock out that credit card debt. But if you're just in a situation where you absolutely need to get in a house, mm-hmm. okay, need. Sometimes it's a want, but let's just say you need to get in a house. Okay. You've outgrown your house. You got a child on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tell you, we have to figure out that fine line of paying down debt while keeping your bank assets in line to be able to qualify for a house. So, and that's mm-hmm. so specific to their situation. Yeah. So until somebody looks at it, gets under the hood, nobody's going to be able to tell you exactly what you should do. But I, I'm a firm believer in not carrying credit card debt. Uh, credit card debt has been normalized. Mm-hmm in society, people are okay. Like literally don't think twice. Mm-hmm. Like that's just part of their, Oh, I've got 20 grand in credit card debt. I've got, you know, my car payment. I got my mortgage. I got my student loans. Like all that's just been normalized. Mm-hmm. But I would say that it's really hard to get out of that credit card debt just with the, the terms that are on those cards, Right. Uh, making minimum payments. You're going to you literally will never pay that thing off.
0: Yeah. Minimum payments. I think are definitely like people think, Oh, it'll be fine. I'll keep making this payment, but you have to, make more than the minimum payment to cut away at anything. Oh
1: yeah, and and I'm not saying this out of judgment. Listen, I've been oh, in credit yeah. car, I've been in credit card debt, okay? Don't I've at my TJ Maxx Max yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have seen the full spectrum personally on credit scores. Yeah. I've been late on a car. I've been yeah. 30 I've been 60 days late yeah. on a car. I've carried more credit card debt than I will put on this podcast and let you know, okay? <laughs> Uh, and sometimes it's just a, just a matter of life happens and you can't control it. Okay, some people just have spending problems, mm-hmm. and some people have money problems or income problems. Okay, mm-hmm. and mine would fall under ninety uh, percent of that. It was just an income standpoint why why I was in the situation where All I right. was. So yeah, it's I've gotten myself in trouble a few times. Uh, you know, I can proudly say I haven't paid a finance charge on a credit card since June of two thousand and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's very important uh, to make sure if you can get rid of credit cards. Absolutely. I'm, I'm all I'm game for it. I love having I love having telling people like, hey, if you want to get in out or hey, let's look at this, clean that up, save some money. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have to get in a house right now, let's let's try to figure out, you know, the fastest way possible and then go from there.
0: So. My generation specifically, yours probably too, student loan debt is like a big thing. Of course it's normalized, like you were talking about earlier. How much of that really affects people getting into a house?
1: Well it's it's a big deal. If you have marginal to bad credits, we're gonna have to, you know, more likely than not put you into an FHA style loan. Mm-hmm. How FHA views the student loans is, is different than some conventional loans. Um, you might be on an income-based repayment plan mm-hmm. or you might be deferred, but now I got to hit you on an FHA loan. Your loans defer, your student loans deferred. I have to hit you for 1% of the balance on as far as a monthly payment. That could impact your buying power. Income-based, you know, I do a lot with the you know, conventional loans where it's income-based and they're, you know, the, their payments are minimal on there. So you're able to, you know, purchase a house. The income-based repayment plan on that $30,000 loan might be 100 dollars 20 bucks, you know, so something like that, but, or sometimes nothing like I've had income base where they literally don't have to make a mortgage payment. We can actually use zero, so, because their income base is zero. But yeah, that's a that's a big one that I see frequently. You're going to get penalized more if your credit's worse on the student Recently,
0: loans. too, with COVID and them being deferred, I've had a couple of my buyers say that there's some weird stuff going on right now with the student loans yeah. and, and yep. with them all being deferred. Can you give us a little bit of details on that?
1: Yeah. The secondary market where we, you know all these loans go to, we've reacted to that. Uh, a lot of these loans just automatically went into deferment with mm-hmm. the COVID going on. They just literally deferred. For everybody. Yeah. So, um, in those cases, we have to look at specifics, and uh, maybe maybe it's a particular loan we're looking at their income based repayment plan when it wasn't automatically sent back to you know deferment. You know, speaking on that, I know we were talking about student loans uh, with the COVID hitting, there was a lot of people taking advantage on not making their mortgage payment. So, yeah, but yeah, you you have to uh, if you we're taking advantage of that program, you're going to have to get back in repayment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the last time I looked, you had to make three consecutive payments on time from being in forbearance or, or to, you know, your mortgage and deferment before you would qualify for a new loan.
0: All right. So we had talked about like checking all the boxes. So I think we kind of covered a little bit of that debt in in that part of it. What are some tips maybe to... Improve income other than switching jobs.
1: It's important to stay stable, right? And jump into a new company right now it may or may not be the best thing with everything that's going on with uh, still with COVID and mm-hmm. the economy. A big way to improve your you know your debt to income ratio is what we're trying to do here is is paying down debt. I know we talked about that. People get side hustles. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, my wife's making crafts like every day. We talked about this before we went on here, but my house has turned into a, a craft machine. You know, um, so I would say uh, Dave Ramsey will talk about this all the time. If you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, Google him and he's got a lot of great information. I follow him on Facebook. He watched probably at least one of his podcasts a week to keep me from doing something stupid. But side hustles are great. They're a great way for you to uh, generate more income without taking on that new job. And, and more times than not, these side hustles are going to pay you better. Um, I don't know. Yeah. There's walking dog services. Um, you know, I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of different things that you can do. Uh, babysitting. Today's Friday. My wife's babysitting uh, one of our neighbor's kids uh, who likes me now finally after three months of doing it. But <laughs> side hustles are a big thing to do that more than that you can give yourself a raise just by cutting out some garbage things that you spend money on okay everybody's guilty. i'm guilty of that Uh, you have to sit down and get real with like okay what's my budget what do i want to do you know people are just like i can afford this payment well let's look at your debt let's look at you know not i'm not saying i go through all this stuff with every client okay but uh there are people that uh you have you're just gonna have to change your habits
0: right like spending a hundred dollars a month on starbucks yes or, yes which is a need a i mean no, i mean yeah, yeah,
1: yeah oh yeah yeah i mean you can do that there's so many different ways i mean it's funny i you know you see these some of these millionaires they are cheaper than people that have you know way okay. less money i mean they they would never spend four dollars and 95 cents on the grande nitro cold brew that i got this morning you know but yeah you're going you're going to have to change your habits it, you know, if you keep doing what you've done, right? I mean, I'm. I'm
0: yeah, you gotta change. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, you're, you're always just gonna get what reference. you got, right? So. so you spent $4.95 at Starbucks for coffee. This morning I spent $4 and some change, and I got. An iced coffee and two donuts at Dunkin'. Donuts. Oh man, I got so, ripped off, yeah. So maybe just switching from Starbucks to Dunkin' can help some people. <laughs> but, well,
1: I will say, I do allow myself two Nitro Cold Brews a week because they're just, I love them and they give me a lot of energy. And I knew I was doing this, so I had to bring my A game today. So I allow myself two of those a week. They're so stupid. To spend that kind of money on. Um, but I did see... <laughs> but
0: action. you set yourself a limit. You set I yourself did. a budget. Yep. So then you can still have what you like and just in moderation. Yes, yeah,
1: so instead of having it seven days a week, I'll do it two days a week. <laughs> so yes, but... All those things, you got to consistently uh, look at all these things. If you're not in a good financial situation, you have to look at side hustles, budgeting, uh, needs and wants. You have to do that and not make it okay just to continue on. Uh, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom. I did. I mean, mm-hmm. I hit rock bottom financially. Uh, I I, I and I had to look myself in the mirror. I had to work my way out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I did. And, uh, but like I said, I've seen the whole spectrum from a credit score standpoint. Okay. Mm-hmm. My credit score was in the 580s back in the day. And now it's, I'm proud to say that my credit score right now, uh, is 817 last time I checked. So. Nice. But yeah, I've seen it all. So I'm a good resource when it comes to that and be able to help somebody, uh, get them on the right path. Sometimes it's just by having a conversation. I'm not a financial advisor, okay? Mm-hmm. And I tell them. But um, I've given out a lot of total money makeover books in my day yeah. um, to help people. So...
0: Oh, really? I didn't know you had those. I do. I might yeah. have to take some of those from you because I'd like to give those out to some people too.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: One more thing that I'm thinking of off top of my head is I had some clients recently. They had done the whole pre-qual with a lender. They thought they were pre-qualified. We started to write an offer. We found out their budget drastically changed once those documents started coming in. And so that offer was halted. And then we moved on to another house later and their budget drastically increased like $50,000 higher. Because they had went and traded in a car and got a much lower car payment. Like they took like $300 off of their car payment. Oh, yeah. So I think that's something that somebody can look at and say, oh, I don't need this super fancy car. I can settle for an average car if I can get into a house. Like you have to kind of balance your wants and needs and realize that that can drastically change somebody's situation. Do
1: you yeah. want your dream house? you want your dream car?
0: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. that's I
1: see credit cards. Okay, we've talked about, but I see vehicle payments mm-hmm. that absolutely rob people of their ability to be free mentally and financially. Yeah, I'm talking people making very little money, rolling around in north of $600 car payments a month. Uh, I have no idea how they do it. There's a reason why they don't have a lot in the bank. There's a reason why their credit card debt is, you know, going up. But you have to figure out, you know, what. Those are huge because when you're, like you said, got them at a different price point, right? They lowered their car payment. Yeah. You're really pre-approved for a max payment. Okay. And what we do as lenders, we try to correlate that purchase price to it. Okay. And so when you're reducing your installment loan there, your payment there, your ability to buy more, because now you've got more money left over to buy and you know what we call debt to income in our world, you've lowered your debt to income because you've lowered your car payment. And that allows you to purchase more house, uh, have more buying power on the house.
0: And that's something you can change. You can't necessarily always change your student loans. Those are kind of set without refinancing and, and that stuff, which they might have already been refinanced in your situation, but you can't, that is something you can change.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I've, I've seen situations too where maybe they just happen to have two car loans. For whatever reason, they put both car loans in their name. Okay. And the one husband, the one spouse has, uh, you know, better credit. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. You're just, you're only on this loan, but you now I got to hit you with two car payments. Mm-hmm. But what we need to do is get one of those car payments out of your name completely, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we'll do, I mean, as well to help like, hey, let's strategize.
0: Yeah.
1: That's really hurting you, those car payments. Mm-hmm. Pay it off or get it out of your name. You
0: yeah, know? absolutely. My husband's car is in his name, mine's in mine. And I think that helps us a lot. It does. But- yep. And same with our student loans, even. Okay, let's go over some tips just to improve that cr- credit score. What can you do to increase it the most, fastest?
1: Uh, fastest way is the absolute fastest way. And this doesn't happen very often because of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. But if there's an inaccurate collection... Slow pay, anything like inaccurate. Okay. I have some people that want to go through a credit company and just dispute everything. Well, you know, they keep their data pretty good now because of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. But if you want to increase your credit score, potentially, you know, everyone's situation is different, but or, you know, a collection that popped up recently that shouldn't been on there, paying it off doesn't remove that collection. Okay. It removes the amount you owe in the collection, but that derogatory is still there. Okay. So yeah. getting that Credit or that collection deleted off your credit report can drastically change your credit score. Okay, so let's pretend that more times than not things on credit scores are accurate, but there are some one-offs where they're not. The next thing is always gonna be a quick one is getting your credit card utilization. I always like to say below twenty-five percent. So what does that mean? If you have a thousand dollars availability on a credit card, making sure that balance is no more than two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. And I always tell people that your due date and your the date that the creditor reports to the credit agencies are two different days, okay? Uh, for instance, my particular credit card, it reports on the 26th of every month, and my car- credit card is due on the 1st. Now, I know I've talked about Dave Ramsey here, but I do have credit cards that I charge, <laughs> and hopefully he's not listening, but uh, I pay it off every month. <laughs> they are going to report whatever payment. So if I make my, you know, payment, On the 30th and paid in full, whatever's reporting on the 26th or whatever I had in debt on the 26th is what they're going to report to the credit agencies. Most people don't realize that. Keeping your utilization always under that 25% threshold, don't go above it. Then any time it reports, you're going to be under that. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, paying down credit card debt is going to be the that's the number one go to that I go to when it comes to rescoring somebody or getting their credit scores up is paying those down and never make a uh, get a collection or you know as you're trying to buy a house, uh, no slow pays, pay your bills on time uh, because you can set yourself back by months or years, you know, mm-hmm. by doing paying things slowly. So
0: I absolutely wish credit was taught more in high school. I think that things are shoved and pushed on us and some stuff like your life skills aren't necessarily taught in high school. So I definitely appreciate you coming out here and just teaching people. One more thing that I want to touch base on is, are there things that affect your credit score that maybe people didn't know? Like, is there any surprises? I think one off the top of my head would maybe be like medical bills I don't think people realize that those can affect your...
1: You know, medical is a big thing on my... I think it's an industry thing. Medical collections or medical bills, they're unforeseen circumstances. Mm -hmm. Nobody like plans to go Mm -hmm. get a surgery, you know, unless you're like planning to get hip surgery. I get that. But most of the times you go to the doctor or hospital, it's an unplanned event. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say that underwriters don't look at that collection as really a knock against the borrower. Now doesn't mean your credit report or your credit score isn't going to suffer because of it, Mm -hmm. but we, we don't go through and say, Hey, you have to pay this medical collection off, you know, Mm -hmm. because unforeseen circumstance. So I would say, you know, it's tough sometimes because some of these administrators, they just, they don't get it for 30 days, write it off and you get a collection. So you get popped on that thing quick. So I would say if you get a medical bill and you can't afford paying that because some of these bills are big, you know, insurance is. You know, oh, yeah. coverages have gone down. Premiums gone up. Coverage has gone down. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's impacted a lot of people. But the first thing I would say is, if you cannot pay your bill off in full, contact wherever you went. And sometimes, you know, there's there's relief for people. You know, based on your income, and they don't know that your household income is below you know median average. So I would contact them immediately and maybe you can get some relief on that or you know set up a payment arrangement and make sure it's automated if you can um if you can't pay it off in full because um these these collections i feel so bad for some people it's like they literally have no missed payments ever yeah but they've got like seven medical collections right and it's you know it's like okay this borrower like i wish medical collections weren't a part of credit i
0: would say that's probably the one most disputed too because people i think i've heard of a lot of people that didn't even know they had it and and they weren't owing it but it was turned in and then they've gone back to the hospital and been able to like get that off
1: yeah. And that's where I think if, if I could be fair with my assessment, when you're going through, one, the first thing I said is try to get collections off there. I would say that your chances of getting a collection, a medical collection off is going to be greater than any other thing that you can potentially get off there because, you know, maybe they didn't, they're not documenting their stuff or somebody moved or whatever. I, mm-hmm. I, I would say we, over the 12 years I've been doing this, that, that's the biggest, I should say the easiest one to get removed or where I've seen people literally just like, mm-hmm. But it's important to get it deleted, and not just hey, that's I'm going to pay this. You know, right. If it's not correct and they should, or they messed up from a billing standpoint or whatever it might have been, I've had people call me. They've already made the payment directly there. They get they got sent off to collections and they got it reconciled. And they got it off, mm-hmm. and their credit jumps up dramatically.
0: I've heard of it happening to people over like seven dollars. Oh yeah. Like, and oh yeah. Was- ruins everything for seven dollars <laughs>
1: it's terrible a seven dollar collection is hit your credit score as much as a thousand dollar collection right. it doesn't matter it, the dollar amount it's the fact that you have a collection that hit and when did it actually hit i had somebody i know we're not talking about medical now but a particular cable company uh hit them with a four dollar collection oh my right God. before closing oh my dropped this we literally cleared, closed do a credit refresh all of a sudden a collection popped up now we have to re, re-pull credit dropped And we had, I mean, I want to say, I can't remember. This was two years ago. I'll never forget. It was, it was like a 60 point drop. And all of a sudden, like, we didn't have a loan, you know, or we would have had to flip it from conventional FHA. So we, it was terrible. We ended up getting it fixed. The uh, You know, it got deleted. We had to rescore, you know, delayed closing. So, mm-hmm. it was a, you know, there was a happy ending there. But, uh, yeah, collections are, are, are terrible.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Last thing I want to hit, and then I'll let you hit the road and maybe stop at Starbucks on the way home. Oh, no. I had my two. That's my <laughs> second one. I'm done. Okay. Let's talk about what you can do to help save money when you're trying to save up for that down payment and everything.
1: Besides stop going to Starbucks. Um, Well, you have to look at it. The first thing you have to do is budget. If you don't have a budget, you know, I mean, you have to see where your money's going. Go pull up. All you have to do is go look at your bank statement, you know, or look at your credit card statement or debit card, you know, bank statement to see what you've been spending your money on and, you know cut that and know what you, you know, as much as you can. Some of these like extras that you get, like, you know, if you've got cable and internet and you've got like some movie package or mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to like a YouTube TV or they're going to like a streaming service where they save on their cable bill. As soon as they have that live sports figured out, I'll probably do something like that. But yeah, you, you have to budget. You have to look at the stupid spending that you do. Allow yourself for, you know, a budget. The great thing about a budget is if you budget for stupid spending, you can actually put that in your budget. Oh, yeah. Like I can do whatever. I, this is the amount I, whatever I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to do it, you can do that. So uh, you have to do that. I would say, you know, the side hustles uh, are, are big uh, to help people, you know, that's cash money most time. <laughs> so I'm you,
0: thinking in particular of one tip that you had told one of my buyers. So we'll see if you remember it is oh, about. Boy. Um, changing your dependence on your taxes.
1: Changing your dependence on your taxes. To save
0: more. Um, I believe you told them. So if you're claiming zero on your.
1: Oh, taxes. yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. I'm following you. So. Okay. Yeah. I didn't tell them to change it on their actual tax returns. What I actually told them was if you're trying to save up money for a down payment or to pay off debt. Okay. A lot of people, they like these big tax refunds at the end of the year right. or at the beginning of the following year and so what that means is you just paid into your payroll you know uh, you've paid more into payroll than you should have mm-hmm. so people think they're getting the refund on money that they're just like unfound money no that's your money okay right. federal tax you know they, they looked at the irs you know based upon your situation you know and you paid in you know eight thousand dollars through the year and you know you pay you get a four thousand dollar refund well you overpaid four thousand dollars throughout the year mm-hmm. okay a lot of people don't know this so i'll talk to them and say hey you want You got to save up money. You have to get in your house. These are where I will say, well, listen, what did you get for your tax free? Because I don't want people to owe, you know, a bunch of money at tax time. Right. Uh, Some people don't mind doing that. They're used to getting a refund. So let's, let's baby steps here. But I will have them go back to their HR and have them change their withholding. So some people have, you know, they're married, they've got two kids, and they're, you know, when they started their job, they were single and they're filing zero or they just Mm -hmm. like getting. Extra money at tax time. Mm -hmm. But now they need down payment. They need money for their everyday expenses, right? So I'll have them change their withholding from they might be single zero or married one to, hey, let's back that up and go, you know, change your, change your withholding with them to married four or married five until you get into your house and it's going to give you more money in your paycheck. They're going to be withholding less money per paycheck on your actual federal uh, taxes that are coming out. The other thing that I'll tell people just for the sake of, hey, getting p- credit card paid off or whatever it might be, you know, it, if they're in a situation where they're getting a company match, like you have to be conscious of that. But maybe we're, we're looking at, hey, what are the what are you withholding for your 401k right now as well, too? So those two things can allow you to get an extra, it might be an extra $300, $500 a month, you know, or more, depending on what you, situation you're in as far as your withholdings that you have. But and that's, you don't
0: have to do that forever. You no. You can keep it for those couple months and then yeah. go back to it after your purchase and maybe still get some money on your taxes.
1: Yeah. I tell people that too. Like, don't forget, like, something about, yeah. like, if you want all of it, you you know, I don't know, how flexible you can get. Or married 10, you know, like, right. now you're getting, like, almost yes. all your stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. that's. Uh, but, yeah, you can change it. But I would say, hey, don't forget, right? You hit to what you need. You got mm-hmm. enough for down payment or whatever it might be. Don't forget to change that back to get yourself, you know, in a position where you're not maybe, you know, owing money at, at tax time. So
0: All right, Jason, we appreciate your wealth of knowledge. We're hoping that you helped lots of people. Thank you for taking your time out of your day. And... We just, we're just we just thankful for you to be here. I
1: appreciate having me here.
0: All right, guys. Thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode of Tuesday Tips with Rider Realty. Please like, subscribe, share. Um, give us some feedback on what you want to hear. What can we teach you? Thank you again. Bye.